Welcome to Cool Mom 101 with Emily Kylo. Every week, she's bringing inspiring guests to help you embrace motherhood the cool mom way. Emily knows firsthand being a mom is hard AF, but she's passionate that doesn't need to be the end of the story. Shift your perspective on what it means to be a mom while learning practical tips and mom hacks you can use right away. Stay you while nailing the mom game. That's what being a cool mom is all about. Class is now in session. Here's your host, Emily Kylo. Hello, gorgeous goddesses, and welcome back to the Cool Mom 101 podcast. I am so excited that you're here. And as always, if you got value from this episode, please share it. And I love to see me tagged in Instagram stories. Love it, love it, love it. It's just a beautiful value exchange for all this amazing free content that I put out there. And I so, so appreciate it. And if you haven't left me a review, you can on Spotify now too. So I would love to see that, if you will. Thank you so much. So this is episode 99, which is insane because that means next episode is 100. I cannot believe I will have done 100 episodes. It's so cool and I just feel even more invigorated by the podcast and more excited by what I have to share, the amazing guests I get on here. And as always, if you have a specific topic you want to hear about, my DMs are always, always open. So before we get to episode 99 featuring Leslie from Leslie & Co. XO, such a good episode, by the way, I wanted to make sure you knew about two things. One, I made a crazy announcement because good things come in threes and I made a crazy announcement to top off the fact that I'm pregnant and I just got married. So make sure you tune into that Instagram live. I will link it in the show notes here for you. So make sure you tune in. Second, really fucking exciting thing. You may have heard me start talking about this on Instagram stories but I have a new offering that I can't even explain to you how excited I am for it. It is all just coming into fruition. It's something I've been wanting to do for, I would say, almost a year. I just couldn't quite figure out how I wanted to do it. And that's have an offering that's really specific to moms because I find with me, that's what people come to me for. They want to know how I do it all. How am I an amazing mom and a successful entrepreneur? So that's what this container is all about. It's like the perfect mix of a mastermind, some done for you, which every busy mom needs. She'll get all my knowledge and expertise of my 12 years of working in marketing and PR. And you'll get a community of like-minded entrepreneurs who are also moms. And you'll get that high touch point with me and my vibe as well, which, come on, let's be serious. We can all use a little uh, uplifting, positive energy, right? So I can't wait to share more details, but there is a wait list already um, and people have been signing up. So make sure you get in there. It is going to start June 1st. So there's a little bit of time, but I'll probably be doing something special for people who have joined the waitlist. So make sure you join. Highly recommend it if you are someone who is looking to up level in all areas of motherhood and entrepreneurship. This is going to be the container for you. Can't fucking wait. Okay, let's get to it. Here's episode 99 featuring Leslie from Leslie & Co. XO. In this episode, we chat about so much. We kind of go all over the place. Um, I know Leslie well. I have worked with her doing energetic alignments. And actually, I've done a 5D business audit as well, which was absolutely amazing. She basically, she's super intuitive and has these amazing energy and psychic abilities. So she kind of like walks through visually what she's seeing for your business and kind of puts it into something that is tangible. It was amazing. Like it's hard for me to put into words, but it's incredible. She is so, so talented at this type of work. So Leslie is an energetic healing and spiritual maintenance pro for high powered female entrepreneurs which I know a lot of you are. And she just really gets, like cuts deep into like what you actually need. And that maintenance piece is so huge for women like me and like you listening. 
where you are go, 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 especially moms, and you don't want to let these things fall to the wayside. It's so important to keep those things kind of maintained. So in this conversation, we talk about how she figured out she was really talented in energy work. We talk about what energetic healing really means and what are some of the modalities to do that. Also, we chat about spiritual maintenance and why it's so important, especially for those high-powered female entrepreneurs, and some top tips for working with the power of the moon. And like I said, we went on some tangents. We talked about like female hormones and like that kind of stuff too. It was amazing. So I hope you love this episode. Leslie is amazing. Make sure you go follow her on Instagram. And I love you all. Episode 99 featuring Leslie from Leslie & Co. XO. Welcome to the show, Leslie. I'm so excited to have you. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) This is going to be good. I can feel it. As always, we always have such good chats. (laughs) We do. I feel like I feel like we we definitely always meet on like a very high vibe. We're like, woo, by the end of our (laughs) chat. That's great. Oh, I know. I know. We could chat for days. I think. Absolutely. So now everyone gets to get in on this amazing positive energy. So welcome. Yes. So let's jump right on into the mom fashions. Are you ready? I am ready. Let's go. What's the best part about being a mom? I think it has to be like seeing the smiles on their faces And, you know, when they're so proud of themselves and like just watching them like grow and blossom into their own little unique beings. Mm. Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. Switching gears. What's the hardest lesson you've learned so far as a mom? I think it's like, I'm kind of... I mean, there's challenges at every stage, as we know, but what I'm noticing and worrying about like a little bit more right now is their mental health. And they, like my daughter's nine and I've, she has had freakouts in the morning over her hair because it's not perfectly smooth. And I am like, Oh, oh no. I so now I'm starting to stress and worry. Okay, like do we need to do some mirror work here, sweetheart? And like I don't and same with my son. He's he's said things that I'm like, red flag, red flag. Oh god. Uh and it's hard because the way I was parented doesn't work in parenting these new these children yes I can totally relate to that and I've seen it actually with some of my nieces so I've watched them grow up right so I have um, the oldest one's 10 and they go all the way down to 18 months but so they're all different ages and I said to my mom the other day that the eldest I was like she is in that like like when she turned I think it was when she turned 10 I think she's 11 now but when she kind of transition into that she was like preteen already you know like mm-hmm. it was the things she was saying and the things she was noticing I was kind of taken aback and I'd heard I mean that it kind of things get younger and younger as in you know girls are worried about this is so sad but worried about their weight at like a younger age than ever right kind of things but to see it with someone you know and I mean I can't imagine when it's your own kid it just it was a little uh shocking for me I'm not gonna lie I was like yeah and and but then in the next breath like when I break things down with her and like have those talks like I've gone up and held her and been like breathe just calm and a I I don't know if that actually adds more fuel to the fire because she gets more pissed off that I'm trying to make her relax but when I break things down and be like well why did you like freak out like that? Or why I've heard her say she's ugly before. And I'm like, why do you, well, I don't really think that I was just mad. And so it's like, okay, but (laughs) so yeah, it's the, the mental health piece is 
most forefront right now and wanting to make sure that they have those the confidence in themselves and mm. the yeah and just like I think the tools because I really I mean I really lacked those growing up the tools yeah. kind of what you're talking about this this ability to and what what I'd call it probably now is kind of like that pivot that idea or um, that idea that you can kind of when the anger is building when you don't want it to you know it's a situation where you would like to stay calm kind of figuring out how to stop it where you'd like to as opposed to just like having a freak out over nothing for no reason um and I think I really lacked those skills growing up I really had no idea what to do with all those big emotions yeah exactly and like I've been I've said to her I go like should we should I take you to talk to somebody or you know she's like well no because then I think there's something wrong with me and I'm like there's nothing wrong with going and talking to somebody. I said, I do it myself all the time. And like, it's so trying to, and I don't know that that's the right answer, but you know, I know I need to improve on my own parenting styles and skills and all those things. But I guess that was my first natural instinct. Instinct. Yeah. You know what? Um, on that note, I, I really feel we need to keep normalizing therapy, counseling, any of those kinds of things. Um, I recently started seeing a, she's a counselor um, again, and it's been so good. And the way that I kind of described it to kind of my partner as in why, and he even suggested it, it's like, it's partly a tune-up situation and like a, um, I feel things bubbling Mm -hmm. and let's talk about this now before we're in crisis mode. So I think it's really good that you've just brought the conversation up though. I think even that is a plus because then it's in their, in their consciousness that it's cool if you need to talk to someone or want to talk to someone. Right. And it's like, it can help. It's helped me a lot. And it's funny because like you said, that's not necessarily the quote unquote right thing to do, but I do think it's really a good thing to have that in her consciousness. Mm-hmm. Well, and on top of that too, like she's, she's nine. So her hormones might be starting to change and like she's not de- developing the progesterone yet. And so like that could be throwing things out of whack and it's normalizing that, like realizing that you know, even though she hasn't started anything yet, but it still starts to like impact them before the that hits. Yeah, I actually I want to find this book for you because I read this book all about that exact thing. So it's about how um, female hormones affect the body all through life. So as in from birth all the way through the end of life, and it was so interesting because. That's exactly what they talked about. There's actually different, we kind of don't think about this. We think about, oh, like people get periods. So then, you know, and, and boys go through puberty and that's when, you know, hormones are a big factor, but these things are, are playing within their bodies the whole time on different mm-hmm. levels, on different things. And it was really eye opening for me. I was like, oh, <laughs> like I didn't know that. <laughs> well, and even like with myself, like I went to my naturopath and I was like, I feel like I go in these deep, dark holes for a couple days. And, and she goes, Oh, well, once you reach 35, like sometimes you're, you're probably starting perimenopausal and like your progesterone doesn't go as often as it should. And so I was like, Oh, I had no idea that I could be starting that already. And you know what though? Like, obviously this isn't TMI cause we're just already on the subject. Um, <laughs> but I have a very similar experience and it's not always, it ebbs and flows now. Yeah. Um, so I was wondering if, and there still might be, it's such a delicate balance within your body. It's really challenging to figure out exactly what it is. So I, I always kind of look at it like you have to kind of go in as a bit of an experimenter. 
Mm -hmm. and just like try some things and see what happens. So for me, I'll just share because this was like insane. I was getting really bad PMS symptoms, um, very emotional symptoms. So not physical. I would just be like very down, like borderline depressed and a little hopeless, I would say was like the, one of the best ways I could describe the feelings for like two, three days. Um, and then it was good again. And it's so, it was so strange. And I was like, but this isn't normal. And it was like happening. I think it's common, but it's not normal. So it was happening and it kept happening. So it was definitely a pattern. Um, so I, would it happen just before your cycle started? It was actually more wet just after ovulation. So as I was getting closer to my period, it would usually kind of dissipate. And by the time my period was there, it was like gone, gone. Um, It was typically one to two days after ovulation. So I know. So then you got to kind of go figure it, trying to figure this out. And I don't know that I fully figured it out yet, but I went to, uh, I made the mistake of going to um, a GP and Mm -hmm. because (laughs) I was like, you know what? I get so many tests done at my naturopath. I'd rather get like some done at the doctor because then they're free. Literally, right. that was kind of my thinking because every test is like kind of expensive. And I was like, well, if a GP can just like set me up with it, that sounds better. Anyway, so he, I go, <laughs> I explain kind of what's happening. And he's like, yeah, he basically gaslit me, told me that that like that basically said PMS doesn't exist. Um, and then want to hear what his solutions were? Some sort of prescription, I'm assuming. Oh, ding, ding, ding. He said, <laughs> go on fucking hormonal birth control or get this, a low dose of antidepressants. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, fuck no. And I just, I basically left, like I left crying and then I picked my shit back up and I was like, you know what? Obviously I'm not, I'm not succumbing. But do you know what's sad about that? I realized that a lot of women would just be like, oh, I guess that's what I have to do. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, 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 no. No, I I go, my naturopath is my number one doctor. I go to her first before anything with me, myself, or my kids, or even my husband. So that is that was always my way. I don't know what I, I, what I was thinking. I just thought I could get some tests to bring them to my naturopath. It did not go that way. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, long story short, I actually got, I thought my, it was maybe my progesterone, but I got that tested and it was not that. It was like on the high range. So that it was not that. So I was really like, okay. What I did was I read this. Have you read the period repair manual? No. Okay. It's this book. I'll link it for the other friends, but so you can see it. Um, oh, okay. so it's by this naturopathic doctor and it really goes through like every single type of period issue that women have. So I yeah. kind of like hacked my body a little, I kind of like referenced that and went through the symptoms. And then I got to a point where I was like, you know what, I'm going to try these supplements. It was like four supplements. And I went and found this one supplement that had all those things in it. I was like, perfect. <laughs> yeah. 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 And within um, about two months, a month and a half of taking it kind of like I went through one cycle where it was still really bad. And then the next right. one, it was, it was already like night and day. Amazing. I know. Yeah. Can you imagine yeah. if I went on antidepressants guys? Oh no, no, no. I, <laughs> that would be, a... no, the, yeah, I don't I just keep saying no. no. Heck no. Yeah. And I'm like, I just, I felt like we had to bring that, that whole story up because it's like, I think it's really common. Yeah. And I think my point in it is like, you need to be an advocate for yourself and your body. And I think at the end of the day, like you're the expert in your body. Really? Exactly. You are. Mm-hmm. Nobody so, knows your body better than you. Absolutely. So I feel like, yeah, you got to keep trying to figure out what's going to be the best kind of way to attack it. Um, and that's like translating that back to the kids like you you got to raise your kids to know that and I was I've been learning a little bit too about like you know dinner time and you know when kids aren't eating and we'll be like no you have to eat more I'm I'm struggling with that a little bit but when they say they're full 
how, and we tell them they have to eat more, they're not tuning into their own body then. And it's like, oh my God, what am I doing to my kids? Not, you know what I mean? Like, yes. not that it's a big thing, but. No, and we don't need to shame ourselves. And I think, I, no, I, I know you don't. I just want to make it clear for anyone listening. There's no need to like feel shitty about that. It's like the more, you know, you open your mind up and you try new things. I think with the eating, it is hard though, because with Leo, for example, overall he eats really well, but our issue is that he, right now he's in a phase of like, he won't eat what we give him for dinner. And mm-hmm. that is a bit different of a thing for me. I think yeah. that's annoying. I'm like, no, if you're going to come hungry an hour later, fuck no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> I'll save your food on the counter for you. And then you can eat that then. Yes. Or what I'll do is I'll put it in his lunch the next day. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I'm not, I'm not playing these games. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's the struggle piece, right? Because it's like, are you actually full or like, do you just not want to eat the vegetables that are on your plate? I know, so, right? Which, which is it? Wh- which one? Which <laughs> one is it? Um, oh my gosh. We got so in the zone, which is great. I love that. Um, what is your daily ritual that you can share with us? Okay. So my daily ritual is actually, um, I wake up without an alarm clock, which is fantastic. Unless the alarm clock is the pitter patter of little feet in the house. <laughs> I should say that. Um, and I actually, my kids get on the bus pretty early. Like they're on the bus at quarter after eight in the morning. And so main focus, I usually stay in my pajamas till then. Get their lunches made between my hubby and I, get them fed washed, dressed, the usual thing. And then after that is sort of when my day starts. Once they get on the bus, it's like a sigh of relief. Do you not feel that? (sighs) Literally today, I kid you not, I was like, I walked through the door and I was like, ah, (laughs) an asshole. But no, I'm not. No, no, you're not. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. And then I just sort of tune in usually like I'll have a warm glass of lemon water and then breakfast and then depending on what's going on for the day I'll either like start work or go and tap into myself and do the journaling and get reacquainted with those vibes back into you yes yeah reset myself for sure Mm-hmm. And like people, I mean, most of my listeners, a lot are moms. So it's like, I think that's so extra important. I think it's important for anyone. Um, but I think women yeah. in general, it's like, we're often focused on those around us. And mm-hmm. you're, when you're a mom, your mornings, I mean, it is hard to make them calm with the children there. I don't, I mean, they're not really, you know, like there's an ease to no. it most of oh. the time, but it, it's not calm. It's not calming. <laughs> No, not at all. (laughs) Not in the least. Oh my gosh. What are you most grateful for in your life right now? Oh, good question. I think it is to have the the flexibility that I have that like I don't have to get up at the butt crack of dawn just to shower and get myself ready and get out the door to run to an office job. Um or like my little guy's home right now today and he it was no big deal that he's home like I didn't have to scramble or it's the flexibility in my schedule to be and do whatever I want and yeah I feel like that and this is something I know you're you're very skilled at and you you teach about a lot but just as you were talking I was like ding 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 it's like having that flexibility I think lends so well to being someone who's very in tune with their feminine energy because then you do have that flexibility to be like you know I'm going to work a little less today or you know what I feel like making like a five course meal for lunch. Like, you know what I mean? You can kind of, you can do that. And just, it clicked for me that that is probably something that didn't happen 
by mistake. Like it's like, I think that was an intentional thing on your mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and like being a Libra, like there's the scales are ever changing, right? Like I'm always about trying to balance them out, but having that flexibility to go with the ebbs and flows and yeah. I love that. What's your why for your life? Mm. Oh, this is a juicy one too. Okay. Why the why for my life? And I think I've only really got clear on that the last six months or so, but it is to show people that, and women specifically, moms, that A, you are more than just your mom. You're more than just a mom. And I know we've talked about this before, and but you get to have everything you desire and want in your life. I want to be that leading example for people and women and showing them that for my kids, show them that they can be whatever the fuck it is they want to be. And, you know, you don't have to quote unquote fit in the norms. You get to have fun doing whatever it is you want to do. And of course, always energy work entangled in that. Um, But yeah, I think that's it. And creating that impact, showing people what's possible that they might not have thought was possible before. Yes. And with you, the I absolutely, I love that. And I absolutely see for you that the way that you help people get there is through the energy work mm-hmm. and through mm-hmm. your intuitive gifts. It's like, that's the kind of end result. <laughs> and then yes, this is how you kind of help women get there, which is amazing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So something I've been really curious to ask you Okay. Is how did you or when did you figure out that you were good at kind of energy work and had talent in that kind of intuition department? Okay. So we're going to start like way back. Um, I can remember riding in the vehicle with my dad and him having like personal development tapes playing in the car. And part of me, yeah, and being a kid, I was always like, Dad, turn this shit off. I didn't probably didn't say shit, but turn this off. This is boring, you know. Um, And then I kind of like going out of high school and things like that, I struggled. Like I very much love sciences and things like that but didn't have the marks for where I was going. So then I took a complete left turn and went in to learn like about business insurance, like in selling home and auto insurance and understanding all those kinds of things. And went in, got my insurance broker license and went to this networking event. And it was a spa type event where people who were in the networking they had little booths set up and you could like visit each one and I was drawn to this one lady's booth and she was doing body talk which is like a sort of a modality like Reiki or reflexology something like that um and I just, after that first session, I just took a deep dive. And that was probably like 2006. So it, it, it's almost like it called me to it, if that makes sense. Mm. So, so yeah. And then it was just, and then like over the years, I've kind of ebbed and flowed with it, right? Like it's always been a part of my life. But I, in the business sense, I would like start and stop and yeah. Yeah. And that's, it's a very, I I mean, I see that all the time. It's like you kind of figure out, 
I think to me, you're kind of figuring out how the puzzle pieces fit together always, right? That's how I look at it anyway. And so it's like, you know that you have these gifts and then you're just trying to figure out, but what do I want to do with them and how do they fit into my life? And I think for some people, certain things don't need to be their business, right? And for other people, it's like, you know, and for me, it was like quite clear that I wanted those things to connect in my business and for you too. I know that's what's happened, but Mm -hmm. I think it's important Mm -hmm. to note that everything that you're interested in doesn't have to be monetized and like, it doesn't have to be the way you run your business. Um, but it's so cool. I love hearing too, the kind of like origin story because it sounds like you've reflected on that and been like, wow, like it, it does start so, so far back, <laughs> like when you really stop and yeah. think. And it's like you said, it, you think it really started and probably even started before that, but it started a big part of it when you were getting these kind of personal development type of ideas in your kind of consciousness. And I wanted to know, do you remember at all what type of stuff he was listening to? I'm just so curious. Like, what did people listen to then? No. No, I don't remember. I just, it was like, it was a cassette tape. Like, that's how long ago it was, right? Yeah. But you know what? People like Louise Hay, like, they were, ma- she was making, like, cassette tapes, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was definitely um, a guy. I re- it was, it a, was guy. a guy's voice. So yeah, curious. but I don't, I don't remember exactly who. I like want to know yeah. for some reason. I'm like, what were the ideas that they were interested at that point? <laughs> you well, know? well, we can get like a medium on here and we can like ask my dad and right. he can tell us from the other side. Let us know because maybe there's, you know what? There's probably some good nuggets in there. Oh, I bet. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> so what does something I know that you are skilled in, um, because I've experienced it myself and I know you help a lot of women with this, but I wanted to hear from you. What does energetic healing mean to you? And what are kind of the ways you've seen really work for your clients and other women? Okay. So, um, I am very much like a a storyteller. I like to paint a picture and I think that's the way that it's easiest to understand. So as we walk through our path in life, we are carrying a backpack with us and this backpack holds if everything, some of the things usually associated to traumas or things we're not ready to like let go of almost form like rocks they're so heavy that they weigh us down and we hold them in our backpack so imagine keeping all your rocks in your backpack as you're trying to walk through life And especially if you come to a point where you need to climb a mountain. Trying to climb a mountain with the rocks of traumas you're holding on to, limiting beliefs, that's going to weigh you down. It's going to exert your energy from climbing this mountain the best you can. So helping to let go of those rocks let go of those cords that keep bringing us, keeping us stuck and allowing you to like move through those mountains easier and more effectively to help do that. Um, And a lot of that I think is related to the mental aspect. And I think that's where like a lot of, um, my clients get the strength from is like training their mind to realize that, you know what, this isn't really a mountain. This is like a, a little knoll or a molehill, you know, like a, just something little. Um, but sometimes there are things that we can't see for ourselves And there is an energetic aura around us that we have holes in or leaks in. And it it all kind of ties together, the mental and the energetic. Um, 
and it helps to when you go through these sessions like energetic alignments or whatever your preferred energetic thing is whether it's reiki reflexology um they all kind of do similar things so that is i think the best they help to repair those things that we can't see for ourselves because we are essentially like an onion, if you think about it. And as we go through life too, like we keep adding layers. I'm moving my hands like people can see what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hand talker too. And I <laughs> but we keep adding these layers one on top of the other. And it becomes so heavy that we can't move. We have to let go of these layers and peel them back and get back in touch with the heart of who we are and that's where the magic happens is when you allow your heart to shine i really have to make that a tagline i think somewhere allow your heart to shine no where the magic happens that's where oh. the magic happens. yes i love that so i love that oh thank you you're the best yes <laughs> So kind of on that note, okay. why is spiritual maintenance, so these kind of, you know, what, like you said, whether it's like having an energetic alignment session with you and just really taking care of those as you describe them, those rocks and trying to maybe take some of the rocks out of the backpack completely or make those rocks feel lighter. Um, Cause that's how I look at it too. I don't know if you see it the same, but I think sometimes, yeah, some you can get rid of and others, they might just get like tiny so they don't bother you. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 Totally. Okay. So how, yep. or why sh I should say, why is that so important? Do you think, especially for female entrepreneurs? Because as we go about our journey, we are constantly learning as a female entrepreneur, you are there to lead your clients. You are there to experience those things. So just because you clear your energy once doesn't mean that it's not, you're not going to pick up another rock from somewhere else. And as we begin to level up, we're going to have new layers. And sometimes if one of those rocks gets shrunk, but it's still kind of there, like let's say a money mindset. As you go to that next level, the money mindset part is going to rear its ugly head again. And you're going to have new limiting beliefs around your next level in your money mindset. So it's not just a one and done. You're always continually working on it because as you evolve and grow, there's going to be new things that show you new areas that, you know, you need to work on. It's a constant process. And as we evolve as a human being, like it, we need to learn to adapt and shift and also stay grounded and centered and all that beautiful stuff. All that good juju. I love it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Last yeah. thing, last thing I wanted to talk to you about. Um, it's something that I am very passionate about, as I am ruled by the moon. Um, <laughs> is the moon <laughs> and its power. I've always been like slightly obsessed with the moon, and I just feel like I've started to tap into its power. And I wanted mm -hmm. to hear from you, what are some of your top tips when it comes to using that, the moon for your energy? Okay. So, um, I mostly focus, like there is eight phases to the moon. My particular focus is on the new moon and the full moon. I, I don't know. I just think that those have the most power and the most bang. Um, not to say that the other. I can't hear you. I hit my button on my mic. <laughs> That's okay. That's, 
Okay. So, um, so we're just talking, um, I will actually probably cut that whole thing out. So, or okay. Ask them, Yeah. Ask the so question. I'm going to ask the question again. Let's do that. So as some of you may know, I am ruled by the moon. So I've been very, very obsessed with it for a long time, but, but I feel like I'm just starting to understand it and get a little more knowledge. And I know you're so knowledgeable in it. So I wanted to ask you, what are some of the ways you use the moon cycles uh, when it comes to energy and your business? Perfect. Okay. I love this. Okay. So there are eight phases of the moon. I specifically choose to focus my energy on the two main phases, not to make the other phases any less, but that is just where I am drawn. And that is the new moon and the full moon. So with the new moon, you it's all about setting new intentions. If you're looking at creating a new project or launching something, this is a good time to do that. Um, and just getting very clear as to where you want to go in your business or your life or whatever else it is you want to add in there. You can throw everything in business, lifestyle, income, all of it. Um, and then with the full moon, it is more about reflecting and letting go. So when the full moon comes around, this is a great time to look at, okay, look at the past month. What maybe didn't go exactly as I'd hoped Okay, now's the time to like let that go. I don't need to carry that forward with me into the next cycle. If it didn't go exactly as I hoped, that's okay. I just keep going. Um, and letting go of those fears and limiting beliefs that you no longer serve. So letting go of using those rocks. When you work with the power of the moon, it amplifies so it's almost like it's giving it an extra energetic charge to what you're doing and I don't know about you but if I can get a little bit more oomph out of it I'm gonna do it with the faces of the moon for sure absolutely I love that yeah I've been I think something for me too is I'm just such a beauty seeker and I've, I've started to realize that that's just like part of my core. And I like to make things beautiful, whether it's like visually through branding, as you know, well, whether yes, it's yes. like, yeah, whether it's like my, you know, my home or my space. And then in nature, it's like, I just am in awe of how beautiful the moon is sometimes. Sometimes I just oh, go I know. Right? Yeah, it is. Oh. It is so gorgeous at times. It is. And you know what's so it, wild? I don't know if you've heard of this, but um, apparently you can like regulate your cycle by like bathing in the moon. Have you heard this? Oh, I, I've never heard like bathing in the moon. No, I've heard of bathing in the moon, but I didn't know you could regulate your cycle by doing it doing that yeah and then that when I thought is. about it I was like okay that kind of makes sense yeah because if you're working with that energy and that like pull if you were to do that it can help yeah if you want it to be like around the new moon or around a full moon apparently yeah well and it makes sense like I think we're already governed by the moon already but just to help um bring that strength a little bit more too because our cycles are synced there's an energetic pull that you can feel and you hear people talking about like the crazies always come out at the full moon and yeah it's oh yeah and like <laughs> my mom who is not very woo woo or witchy like me like I am um she was a principal of an elementary school and she uh -huh. even said, nope, every time there was a full moon, there were more kids in her office in trouble. Uh -huh. 
I shit you not. She was like, no. Oh, I was- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so oh. good. Oh, well, Leslie, I could talk to you for like hours, as you know, um, but this has been amazing. Thank you. And I just want to oh. acknowledge you for, first of all, the light that you bring. Like I find that you have such a beautiful energy about you. And I think that that is sometimes underrated because people do really pull from it, whether you notice all the time or not. And so I really want to acknowledge you for that. And also for the work you're doing and supporting. If you can hear me, you're frozen. Can you hear me? Oh no. You're frozen too. I'm going to turn my video off. I don't know if it's my internet interwebs. Can you hear me? Are we coming back? I can hear you. What happened? Can you hear me? <gasps> You're back. Okay. I don't know what's happening. I just- um, it might be my internet. I don't know. It could be mine though. Cause every once in a while, mine's like your connection's unstable. I'm like, why? <laughs> Rude. Okay. So I'm going to just start that again. <laughs> the girl's going to have a lot to edit. That's okay. <laughs> usually, usually it's like nothing. It's so funny. Um, okay. So I'm going to start that again. Thank you so much for coming. This has been such an incredible chat. I could talk to you for hours, as you know, um, and I want to really acknowledge you for, first of all, the the light that you are and the energy you bring into this world. So I think that sometimes is underrated. It's really, people do pull from that, whether you know it or not. So I want to really acknowledge you for that. And also for the incredible work you're doing in supporting women to align spiritually so they really can get those results they want in their business and their life. Oh, thank you. You're the sweetest. The sweetest. Oh, my pleasure. Okay, let's get into the lightning round. What is your current favorite book or podcast or Instagram account? Just something that gives you inspiration that we might like to look at. Mm. I don't know about inspiration, but I have been on like a year long raunchy romance novel um, (laughs) download. So I have been reading raunchy romance novels all year. You know what? I actually love a a raunchy romance novel. So I'm going to, I haven't read one in a while, but I'm going to message you to get some recos. Is there, is there a reading right now that you love? Um, I just finished a Pacific prep by R.A. Smith, and I think, um, and it's a four-book series. It was, like, they kind of take place in high school, and it's what's called a reverse harem. Ooh. And so what that means is it's one girl, and uh, in this book, there is four guys, and she has no interest and they're in picking any of them and they're all okay with that. (laughs) I love it. So yeah, it's kind of juicy. I love that. What is your morning beverage of choice? What do you like to drink in the mornings? Mm, I am on a warm lemon water kick right now with a uh sometimes i'll add in like a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar and then of course usually coffee Mm, yeah delightful Mm -hmm. i have the exact same routine (laughs) um what's your yeah so good twinsies favorite (laughs) what's your favorite thing to do with child free time so when you get like you know child free time maybe it's with your friends with yourself what's your favorite thing to do Mm, uh first off anything <laughs> that doesn't have kids same um but it was probably actually like i'm really loving shopping right now which if you asked me a few years ago i wouldn't have been a shopper but anyway and um i think just a good night with the girls and no kids just to like decompress unwind and just be mm. 
Girlfriends are good for the soul. I, I yeah. tell you. Yeah. Favorite place you've traveled? Oh, I was thinking about this. And I think, and I wish we had more time. We were on a cruise um, for our 10-year anniversary. And I think it's Greece. Um, I would love to go back. So the downfall was that we were on the cruise and we only got like a few hours there. So um, I would love to go back and spend more time there for sure. Mm, I see it happening. It's coming soon. Oh, yes. Okay. Final question. What does confidence mean to you? Mm, I think confidence means just standing in your truth and who you are and in a sense not giving a shit what anybody thinks about you because you know your truth and you're shining your light and that's all that matters it doesn't give a rat's ass what anybody else thinks Mm, mic drop i love that thank (laughs) you again so much leslie Everyone, make sure you go follow along on Instagram. is probably the best place to catch her. Um, what is your Instagram handle and your website so people want to see the ways to work with you? Perfect. It. Thank you so much for having me, by the way. My and uh, my Instagram handle is at Leslie, L-E-S-L-E-Y. I'm not an I-E girl. Um <laughs> And co x o um, spelt a n d l e s l e y a n d c o x o, and then my website is lesliesprague.com. Um, I'm sure I'm not going to spell that one. I'm sh- I sh- I'm sure you'll link it in the show notes. Yes, don't too, worry. So. We link it yeah. all. Perfect. <laughs> Thanks again, Leslie. Beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Cool Mom 101 with Emily Kylo. If you liked our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.